This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the original, classic, executive, and bold full focus planners. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash planner. What was that directions for your DJ name? It was like the last thing out of your um, cupboard plus how you feel. So does that make me DJ board trail mix? (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the Internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey, Blake. What's up, Quarantine Courtney? Uh, it's, it's going pretty good. I mean, as good as, uh, you know, things can be in our current uh, situation. I, it looks like it. You've got a keyboard behind you. And I'm excited that uh, listeners, Courtney's going to be sharing this episode <laughs> a little differently. Just instead of speaking in words, she's going to speak from the soul. And uh, you've got, what is it, a 90-minute Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm yeah that's great i I, everybody listening now that's listened to this podcast for a while knows that that is completely untrue that when it comes to this group of people on this podcast i exponentially have less talent than you two in that arena so (laughs) that will not be happening anytime soon but yes there is a piano behind me uh blake are you still calling from the closet yep still coming to you from the closet uh, but, you know, I've tried to make my audio as good as it can be here as I'm cuddled amongst my sweaters. You know, Courtney, I recognize that while music may not be your thing, something that you have an incredible talent for is doing your quarterly preview um, in record time. I've sat there and <laughs> watched you set goals before, mm-hmm. and it is incredible. It's an amazing thing to watch people. But... What I've heard from a lot of people in our community, and to be honest, have even experienced myself, is that this coronavirus and the restrictions to prevent and flatten the curve and the quarantines, all of that, it's actually made everyone's goals kind of just a mess in a lot of ways. Have you have you noticed that? Have you heard that? Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people, a lot of my friends, um, people in the community that right now it's just you know, we, and we're so still so early in the year, you know, a lot of us were just getting started and we're really excited about some of our goals, me included. And now it's just kind of like, I don't know what to do with all these great goals that I had set. Everything that I had hoped for now feels like it's down the drain. It's a little bit of an emotional gut punch in a lot of ways where it just feels like this is out of my control maybe. And, and I don't know if I can actually do this. I don't know if these goals are even worthwhile. And it's, I think it's tempting to just sort of feel defeated and kind of feel stuck in that. There's almost like a sense of failure, even though we haven't even necessarily had the opportunity to succeed at our goals. And that that's yeah. kind of hard. It's kind of like a grieving process that I think many of us are having to kind of come to terms with. Yeah, it's tough because we, we feel like, man, I'm I won't get to do what I thought I could do. And what we want to talk about in today's episode is really to shift your thinking and to inject this next quarter that we're heading into and really the rest of the year with some hope, you know, shift from thinking about what you thought you would do to what you can do. 
Yeah. And I think ultimately, you know, I think it's going to feel good and give you some confidence to know that you can do something. You know, I think if we sit in that grief of maybe what we were picturing too long, we may, you know, that has its own effects on our uh, mental health and, and our thoughts about the world. I think having at the end of this, hopefully you'll have the confidence that you can do something. And honestly, that's really vital right now. It's huge. I think confidence is a big factor. I think clarity, even when it comes to shifting, oh, what I thought I could do maybe isn't possible in the way that I thought I could do it, or it maybe won't be as easy as I hoped it would be. Having actual clarity, I think is a relief. For me, I've noticed whenever there's stress, even around my own goals, even just knowing what is the situation and what's going to be my next course of action, just that level of clarity removes a lot of the stress. So that's our goal for you for this podcast. If you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling a lack of confidence heading into this next quarter, uh, just overwhelmed by the uncertainty of, of the time that we're living in currently, and your goals are kind of falling by the wayside, that's going to change. We've got five options for you for each goal that you have. So you don't have to flush them all down the toilet. Um, you can choose powerfully one of these five options to reinvent your goals. But first, verbs. I see you there. I see you've switched to uh, glasses. I feel like that's a thing we all collectively were like, you know what, if we're not going out, I'm not doing the whole, you know, contact, clean, rubbing it. But hold on. Is it glass? Like, do you wear glasses, verbs? Or are these like blue blocking? Because that's me. Yeah, I figured, you know what, since we're in front of these screens more often nowadays, that um, I need to get some of these blue blocking glasses. Wait, what? So. You guys aren't even like... No, we're no, not, we don't need we're those not real things. Glass, not real glass work. No, these aren't real. These are just blocking that blue light, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You guys are like hipster healthy right now. Yeah, these aren't cool <laughs> glasses and they're not even glasses. They're not. And they're not the oh official blue blockers that... uh was made popular in the 80s. These are just some some lens protection. Great to be with uh, you and Courtney for another Monday. Hopefully everyone listening is keeping safe and well with their families. Um, just wanted to turn your attention to something that we have made available for you. If you are, as Blake had mentioned, in that time of just figuring out what your weeks are going to look like now, what your goals may need to look like in the coming days, we have some printables available for you. If you want to sketch out kind of what a temporary ideal week may look like or just build your own temporary ritual to fit with the current environment, head over to focusonthispodcast.com slash printables and you can download those sheets and hopefully use them to help get a better idea of not only where you want to go, but hopefully it help you get there as well. Again, we're covering five options that you can apply to your goals that you have set for 2020 in light of this pandemic that we're all dealing with. And the first option is recommit. So yeah, you might look at your goal and it may still be possible. Now, it might be harder than it was before, as many things are right now. It's just harder. Um, you know, we're all stuck at home. You, quite frankly, may have lost income, which is very hard on so many different realms. And that might make things difficult. You know, for example, maybe you had a fitness goal. Maybe you were going to the gym every morning and meeting with a personal trainer. Um, maybe that's not possible now. 
but maybe you can still exercise at home. Maybe you can still recommit to that goal and it just may look different. It may be a little harder. Yeah, it might be harder, but what will help get you through this challenge is to review the why of your goal. So for those Full Focus Planner users out there, take a look back at the goal detail pages. Look at those key motivations that you had set for yourself and just take a second to reconnect with those motivations. You know, what made you want to do this goal in the first place? Take a second to reimagine what it's going to feel like to cross the finish line of whatever that goal is. What's life going to be like once that habit is really installed? What will it feel like? How will your world be different once you achieve that goal? And then decide to make that recommitment, even if it's going to take some extra work. Well, I have a great example of this, uh, Blake, and I'm sure you do as well. But I had a goal this year to take a day to do my quarterly preview um, to really go away. I was doing like for the first you know quarter I did, or at the beginning of the year, I went and had a spa day. I you know went to one of my favorite restaurants to work on things and my favorite coffee shop. Like I'm, I like did a whole day, really inspired by Michael Hyatt. You really treated yourself there. I did. Yeah. yeah, it was like this goal is the best goal ever. Uh, but you know, as I reviewed my goals, I realized, yeah, I, I am going to recommit to this goal, even though it's going to look a lot different than what I imagined it to be. But can I still take a day? Can I still do my quarterly preview? Yes, I can. And can I still make it special? Yes. You know, I, I'm going to go outside, you know, I'm going to take some time. That's just me. It might be shorter. It may be a little different, harder because I'm not going to, you know, have the extra motivation of a spa day, but I can still recommit to this goal. Yeah. So are you going to make Chase get like some hot stones or, or something like that? Pedicure? <laughs> no, no, I will not be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he picks up some rocks like from your garden or whatever, like on your sidewalk. He's like, here, I, I, I boiled these. Yeah. I heard this was supposed to do something good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <no>. <laughs> All right. So that's the first option. Recommit to your goal. Option number two is revise, revise. So some goals may still be valuable, but not in their current form. Yeah. So some goals may still be valuable, but not possible in their current form. And I think it's helpful to kind of say the difference between option one, which is recommit and revise. With recommitting, you're really keeping your same goal. You're just basically saying, I'm going to continue to do this. With revise, you know, this might be something like you were going to go on a trip to Paris or you were going to have a weekly coffee meeting with a friend. You know, maybe you can no longer go to a coffee shop, but you could revise your goal to still have a weekly connection with a friend. And maybe it's via Zoom or FaceTime or something like that. Yeah, great example. Uh, Verbs, I think you had a goal that you've been revising, right? Well, I have had one that I've that I'm I am having to revise for sure. This is one I was super excited about at the beginning of the year, um, and I believe I I might have mentioned it on a podcast earlier this year, but I wanted to have twelve months of date nights uh, with my wife, 
And I was excited about it because I knew I could tackle the planning of it in advance, as well as childcare, planning that and having that sorted out in advance. So obviously this uh, current crisis has blown that goal to smithereens. Not only can we not go anywhere, but we cannot put our children anywhere else while we're here at home. So um, but I started rethinking this as far as, all right, what could be possible once this whole thing kind of lifts? And even if there's, you know, um, five months left in the year, I could either double up on date nights per month or just carry on with those five months um, and still try to to plan it in advance and still have a good time and make it the best date possible that we can. But I've had to shift it and look at it a little bit different and just revise it and be okay with, with having to do that. I think that's really wise, Verbs, because what you don't want to do is just be in a bad mood because you're, each week your goals are getting ruined. Oh, the quarantine still isn't lifted or I still can't go out to a restaurant or we still can't get child care. This stinks. And I think what you've done is just look at the outcome. You know, what is the outcome that you were committed to? And you've you've made adjustments, made necessary adjustments. Now, that might mean you're just delayed and then you you double down um, or you keep it at the same pace. But you recognize, listen, this this isn't physically legitimately possible in its current form. So let's change the metrics. Let's change the measurables on this a little bit so that we can still get the outcome of the goal that we had in the first place. You know what? That's great, Blake, because as you said that, um, just focusing on the end part of that goal, the why behind the goal was to just upgrade, you know, communication between me and my wife as far as being able to talk about other things outside of just the urgent matters in the household, but just continually, you know, build our communication as, as husband and wife. And I think portions of that can still happen, even though we're not outside of the house, you know, on a date night, but we can still uh, take moments to do that even where we're at right now. So. Verbs, I also wanted to mention, if you wanted to try this, you can use um, Michael and Gail Hyatt's date night questions that they asked. I don't know. Have you two ever used those? Great idea. I yes. do know about them. We have not used them, but that's all. They are amazing. So you can actually download these for everybody listening at michaelhyatt.com slash date night. And even if you can't go out, maybe it's just after your kids go to bed, especially if you find, hey, the why behind this was just, you know, to connect and to have better communication. Going through those questions, I'm telling you, if you're a skeptic now, just like test me on this. Those questions are gold. Courtney, you just upgraded thousands of households across America and beyond with offering that, uh, those questions. I'm telling you those two, I take it for people that have been married as long as Michael and Gail, uh, they're awesome. So I think that, but if you focus on the why you may be able to find another resource or another way around, uh, getting to what your original intent was. Yeah. So hold the specifics loosely, hold the deadlines, the metrics loosely, if you plan on revising your goal, but stay committed to that outcome. Option three with your goals is to replace the goals. So some goals are just frankly not going to work in this environment. You know, if you had a goal to visit Paris this summer, well, that is not going to happen. But that doesn't mean you can't have another goal in that same life domain so again, if you don't want to give up that life domain, you know, a financial goal, a vocational goal, a relational goal, replace that goal, the one that's no longer possible with another one in that same life domain. 
Yeah. So let's say that you had a career goal and maybe it was related to getting a promotion at work. You wanted to push and, and hit a number and, you know, move up in your organization, but maybe that's just not on the cards now, right? Maybe your boss has said, Hey, listen, we're putting a freeze on X, Y, and Z. Maybe you even lost your job. You know, it could be tempting to just be like, well, that goal is impossible. So, you know, this is toast. But what we're encouraging you to do is to stick with that career life domain and just think, okay, well, what could I replace that goal with in this same life domain that I could still give an effort for? You know, it comes back to that question that Michael always asks us, which is, what does this make possible? Right? So what is now possible in that career life domain? Sure. It's not what you wanted uh, January 1, maybe when you set that goal. But there still could be a world of possibility ahead of you in that life domain. Yeah, I think you kind of touched on something really profound there, which is it's really easy right now to just say, you know what, forget goals. I'll just do that in 2021, you know, to kind of cast aside everything that is 2020. Mm -hmm. But being able to really think through, okay, what does this make possible Nobody, I mean, literally that is one unique thing about this is we are kind of all in the same boat together. This is not what any of us wanted, what any of us could have ever imagined. And I think collectively we've got to not just throw in the towel on 2020. We've got to say, okay, how can I continue to have growth in a season that is really hard? I mean, ultimately I think for me personally, I need that now more than ever. And I think a lot of people listening probably feel that same way. And I think it's a great lead into this fourth option, Courtney, which is to remove your goal. So this may seem counterintuitive to what we were just saying, like, hey, don't just, you know, give up. When you remove your goal, you're actually not giving up. Think of it more as pruning, right? Sometimes in order to make growth happen, you have to prune, right? You have to cut things out that just aren't relevant anymore, right? So you may have set a goal, maybe even in a certain life domain, and it's just not relevant anymore, right? Like it's just, it no longer has that relevance. That's the second R. We always reference this framework when setting goals. We call it the SMARTER framework. And that second R stands for relevant to your current life stage, to your job situation, to your family situation. And the truth is that just may not be true anymore for that goal. And so it could serve you best. And so it could serve you best not to hang on to it, but to revise your focus, to trim down your focus, to narrow your focus by removing that goal. You know, this is a side note, Blake, but this is why I love the Smarter Framework. You know, a lot of people out there have probably heard of, you know, smart goals. But what that doesn't have is that second R, that R for relevant. And in situations like this, this is exactly why you need that second R. It gives you the tool, especially in situations right now, to say this goal no longer works because it doesn't fit the Smarter Framework and it needs to be removed. Yeah, so don't think of removing the goal as failure. Think of it as increasing your capacity for what is still relevant. I think that's the key with this option is that some goal isn't relevant anymore, but the relevance of other goals or other life domains 
has really, really increased. For myself, you know, I'm about to do a quarterly preview with my wife. And something that's been on my mind is, you know, I didn't think this was the case, but now all of a sudden it's going to take extra resources to do self-care or to do, you know, that emotional life domain than it maybe would have or what I thought it would have at the start of the year, right? So we may need to set some goals around connection with with other people. We may need to set goals around self-care. Now, if we try to keep all of our current annual goals in place, that would actually crowd out what we're able to focus on. So when you remove a goal that's no longer relevant, you're not failing, you're just being intentional about what you choose to focus on. Yeah, I think ultimately, this is a very realistic response to what's going on. And it gives you so much freedom, even just knowing for in the future that this is an option uh, with your goals, it gives you a lot of freedom. Because if you feel, if you've ever found yourself, especially at the beginning of a year thinking, oh gosh, I, I just don't know, like I got to commit to these things all year long. And you've had that sense of, you know, you just don't want to commit something. You don't know what's going to happen. Knowing that this option is there is something that can even help you in the future. Okay. We've got one more option for you and that is to rejoice. Rejoice in your goal. Hey. <laughs> yeah. The shout. So here's the deal. It may feel really weird to be talking about celebration right now, but it's really important. If you achieved a goal in the first quarter of this year, take the time to celebrate it. Especially, you know, for those goals that you set a reward for, if it's still possible, give yourself those rewards. And if you didn't set a reward, just figure out a way to to celebrate it, you know, even if that means um, sitting outside for a minute or, you know, just thinking about what you gained over the last quarter, you know, figure yeah. out a way to celebrate. Yeah. Or or maybe, you know, you just ask verbs to dedicate a rap to you and <laughs> stream it on air live in our Facebook group. You know, I think that would be a great way to celebrate. You agree, verbs? Um, I, I don't, but I like the idea. It's a cool idea. <laughs> I agree with you, Courtney, though, on a serious note. you got to be serious about celebrating, I think, in this season because it is easier. I don't know what it's been like for you, but I notice for me, if, if I'm watching a lot of the news, if I'm talking to different people that are going through stuff, all of a sudden it takes a little bit more effort to celebrate. And yet when we do, it really can keep our perspective healthy, keep our hearts healthy, and keep our minds healthy. I think it's also worth mentioning that, you know, all of this kind of started for us here in the U.S. in early March. And so some of even your your first quarter goals may have gotten derailed there at the end. I think it's still important, even if you didn't achieve a goal, but you made a lot of progress, you made a lot of gain. We talk about measuring the gain, not the gap with your goals. And that's very true in this point, to celebrate even that gain. And again, none of us expected this. It's all, it's derailed our lives. So figure out, okay, what did you gain this last quarter and celebrate? Yeah. And if you achieve the goal, guess what? You can think about adding a new goal in its place. And that's always fun. But make sure that you give yourself a big pat on the back. Make sure you do something out of the ordinary, fun, something to mark the occasion and make a memory, you know, 
going back to what we said earlier, what does this make possible? I think being cooped up in our homes, um, it makes making memories possible, right? And you don't want to just remember how cruddy it was to not be able to go out to restaurants or to uh, hang out with friends or to go to church. Uh, but you could make a positive memory uh, with your family or, um, you know, if, if you're Courtney, maybe you you break out the the old keyboard and you give it a whirl, <laughs> you know? Um, well, you know, I'm actually not going to do that because I, I, this, you're going to say that this is a limiting belief, but I do not have musical ability, but. Mm, interesting. <laughs> interesting I, perspective. I did buy a watercolor kit uh, for my husband and I to do during this season. And, you know, I've been trying, it's been helpful for me to think of things like, oh, I never would have been able to do this had this not happened. You know, even if it's little moments like taking a walk outside as a family or, you know, I've been working with my daughter on reading a lot more. You know, those are small things, but I've been able to say, you know, I don't know that this would have been possible before. And it's kind of been a bright spot uh, for me. So there's always possibilities out there. In summary, if coronavirus has you down, has your goals down, do not be dismayed, my friend. We've got five options that you can run your goals through and get clarity on what needs to happen what actions you can take powerfully in this season so that you don't feel powerless and stressed anymore. So again, those five options just to review. Number one is recommit. Two, you can revise your goal. Three, you could replace the goal. Four, you could remove the goal straight up. Or five, if you've hit the goal, or maybe if you've just made significant progress, rejoice, rejoice, give yourself a celebration about that goal. Guys, uh, just even for myself, the reminder of these options has been extremely helpful, even as I think through my goals coming up on this uh, quarterly preview time. So appreciate you guys mentioning those. And also just a reminder, if you have any thoughts or ideas, be sure to hop into the full focus planner community right there on Facebook and let us know what you guys are thinking. Um, what you drop in there might also help somebody else out as well. Blake, Courtney, you guys have any final thoughts as we uh, close out this episode? Um, I would just say this is something I've tried to like remind myself a lot recently. It's just we're going to have to have a lot of grace for ourselves, especially if you're a high achiever. You've got to have grace for yourself with your goals. You've got to have grace for, you know, this crazy situation you've been put in. You've got to have grace for the people around you. I just keep coming back to that over and over again for myself. So hopefully you find that helpful too. And maybe you thought it was your best year ever, but now you're stuck at home and you can't get together. Kind of feels like your parade's in the rain, but don't measure the gap. You got to measure the gain, son. <laughs> I feel like that flow, Verb. This is why I don't respond at the rap request. <laughs> no, it was great. Because you'd be is, afraid to great. get schooled. I get it. I get that's it. That's what it, I it's, the fear settles upon me. And now that you've unleashed those skills, I'm going to take the back seat every time, <laughs> bro. We are going to come to you again next week. We're going to keep it fresh, give you some encouragement as you head into this new quarter. People, you can do this. You got this. 
And until we talk again, stay Stay focused. focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the original, classic, executive, and bold full focus planners. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash planner.